Reverend Herbs, are you, are you here yet? Yes, yes, I'm coming up the steps. Okay, I'm here. Okay, so I'll start. Okay, you can start. Welcome to another edition of Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhak and his sidekick, me, Yassi! Yay! All right, that was a nice introduction. Uh, you're in a happy mood. I'm always happy when Pesach is nearby. Pesach is a great yantif. I just love it. It's fantastic. That's right, it is. Okay, so uh, let's get started here because I do have a very interesting story. Okay, so before we get to that, just remind everybody, you're listening to jrootradio.com. And if you want to listen to us live on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. Or you could listen to us live by dialing 718-506-9099. And you can also, on that number, you could follow the archives. Just listen and follow the menu instructions. And in case you missed the show somewhere down the line, when it gets put on archives, you can always listen to it. Okay. If you would like to text in a message or you would like to text in how to make a donation to J-Radio or how to sponsor or uh, how to uh, do almost anything necessary for J Radio, then, of course, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's correct what? That's correct. It's the same number to call, to uh, text in if you want to sponsor a show or, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, you know, uh, advertise. Oh, and donations, too. Okay. Uh, uh, this is what you do better. Okay. So, if you'd like to send in donations which are very sorely needed to support uh, JRoot Radio, uh, JRootRadio.com. So, the address is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11221. Uh, no, sorry, 11229. Did I say one? I better start correcting this. This starting to wear out over here. Okay. Now, of course... I know, you're never going to say that number that we're not supposed to say because we never, ever tell anybody that number seven one eight six fifty eight fifty eight because everybody knows that number. At the end of the show, they're going to call up to tell us what lesson they learned in the story. That's right. Okay, and now I'd like to remind everybody... I, I could do that, I could do that, I could do that. You could do that, you sure? I, 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 that's the part I'm good at. Okay, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Itzirs for storytelling or for martial arts demonstrations, or the special Hamish show called Kayach Fundamaya, then you can call 718-375-1294. And yes, for all those people who are asking, yes, Rabbi Ersk can tell stories not just in English, he can tell it in Yiddish, right? Yo, 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 ich kann reden Yiddish, also man darf reden Yiddish, man kann immer sagen, am meisten in Yiddish euchet. Wow, what did you just say? <laughs> You'll have to learn Yiddish, Yossi. Okay, anyways, so uh, go on. Ah, uh, yeah, and, and you know, uh, some people, you know, uh, if you didn't have an opportunity yet to buy Rabbi Yitzhak's, uh, you know, new book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, you know, it could make a great Afi Coleman present, you know that. <laughs> Still available in stores. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, and of course, if anybody's interested, in uh, buying any one of Rabbi Yitzhak's uh, story CDs, especially this about 
50 or 49 that are not in the stores. One might still be in the store. But at least 49 to 50 of them are not in any stores. So you can buy it directly from Rabbi Eats the Herbs. And if you'd like him to email you the, um, uh, the, the list of the current list of the CDs. Right, right, the current list of the CDs. Then you could call 718-375-1294. That's great. And now I'd like to remind all you people that run bungalow colonies, day camps, or, uh, you know, sleepaway camps, or whatever it is, uh, please try not to wait to the last minute if you want to try to hire me either for storytelling engagements or for the kayak from the mayak. Uh, or even the extreme martial arts demonstrations. Either one, whatever it is, uh, don't wait till the last minute. You know what I mean? So, uh, <clears throat> because once I put together, don't be like some of the people last year that called me in the last minute, was hoping I would be available, but then I wasn't. Okay, so. Uh, Why aren't you talking about Chalamoid? Uh, because I'm pretty much booked already, Chalamoid. So I don't have to speak about that now. Ow, ow, ow. So we're going straight to the story? Uh, well, yes, I guess so. Um, uh, just to remind everybody that uh, tonight's show is sponsored as a Rafur uh, Shalema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi, Ben Sora Miriam, and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Once again, tonight's show is sponsored as a Rafur Shalema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi, Ben Sora Miriam, and for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Tonight, I have a very, 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 very interesting story tonight. Really do. I have a very, very interesting story. Really? Really? What is it? Well, <clears throat> I had some requests, you know, uh, and uh, quite a number of requests. Well, first of all, I'd like to remind everybody, yes, it is true that uh, the new CD that I did with Bina Magazine is in the Beena Magazine. So that's one. If you want it, either buy the Beena Magazine or call them up because uh, they're the ones that are going to take care of that. But yes, I did that story. Okay. Uh, wh wh what's that? Uh, what's the name of the story? Oh, that story is called Chaim and the Prince of Gibish Jibish. But anyways, uh, I got a, a couple of requests uh, today for some stories since we're getting closer and closer to Pesach. So uh, the request that I had was, uh, one person uh, emailed me and he wanted, I should say, the story of Perry Dayenu. Okay? I accept I'm not going to tell that because, <laughs> strange as may seem, if you want to listen to it, you could call the Wonder Words hotline. Okay? 718-305-6960. You can call that number and follow the menu. I believe it's an option six. One of the pace of stories that are being told by me is the story with Dayenu. So uh, that's another reason why I'm not going to tell that. However, the other request, yes, that I will tell Be'ezus Hashem. He has to tell the story of Eliyahu Anovi's Kais. And that particular story, I know. And I know several versions of it, but this is the version that I will tell because based on the facts that this person emailed of the details, so I think this is the version that he wants to hear. And I guess everybody will enjoy it. And if it's a story that you once heard once before, it's quite all right to hear it again because that means you will know it even better. Okay. Now, <clears throat> all righty. Now that we got that taken care of, we are ready to start the story. Are you ready to be quiet? I was quiet for a long time. Wow. How come? I didn't even start the story yet. Because there's nothing to interrupt when you speak about all the things you do. Okay? Now, tell the story and I'll start interrupting. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. 
<clears throat> okay, here we go. Tonight's story is the story of Eliohanavis Kais. Years and years ago, before there were trucks, before there were cars, before there were buses, before there were airplanes, and before... That's correct. This goes back at least maybe 150 to 200 years ago. At least, at least 150 to 200 years ago. Let me tell you what happened. There was a poor woodchopper by the name of Chaim. A very simple man who had pride. Whatever. Anyways, all right, um, here I am doing my daily routine. I'm taking my wagon. I'm taking my horse. I'm taking my axe. I'm going to chop a tree or two, and I'm going to make firewood. I'm going to sell it either for cooking in the summertime or for firewood to keep the house warm in the winter time. You know, sometimes I don't do a good job and I don't make so much money. But it's okay. I'm happy the way I am. Because, you know, I, 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 if I had to go over and go to somebody to ask him for tzedakah, you know, some people, you know, it doesn't bother them. They get over it because they have no choice. But me, I can make habit, and I know how to work a little, you know. So I'm not the richest man. I'm, I'm not even close. But you know, I work a bissel, and you know, I I I I, I do what I can and, and whatever. But that's for sure, not me. I, I'm I'm too embarrassed. I, I, I'm too embarrassed to go over and ask for any chadoka or for help. All right, no, no, I shall guide this. Ah, oh, here's a nice, beautiful tree. Ah, the wood looks like it's dead. I guess I could chop it. Timber! Ah, that's a good one. Now I have to chop it up into smaller pieces and put it in my wagon. And sure enough, Chaim chopped the wood up and put the pieces onto his wagon. And then when he put the pieces onto his wagon, he headed out and going back into the little shtetl area. And then he would stand in front of his wagon for a while and he would say, Firewood! Firewood! Wood for cooking! Firewood! Wood for cooking! Come and get your bargain over here! And of course, some people will come along. Oh! You're selling firewood. Give all the Chaim. So happy that you're doing this because I need firewood. But you know, there's a little problem, Chaim. You know, look at me. I'm not a youngster anymore. And, uh, you know, it's not so easy for me to carry heavy firewood. Would it be all right if you delivered it to me? Uh, sure, sure. Do you still live in the same house before that you lived before and now that you lived after? Do you? Of course. Okay, I'll be there. All right. And sure enough, this is the way he made his living. Sometimes he would deliver. Sometimes he would sell in the middle. And sometimes he would do both. Sometimes he sold in the middle of the town. And then some people just wanted it delivered. He accommodated everyone. And, of course, because he was so cheerful and filled with nishmas chayim, so lebedik, he had a lot, a lot, a lot of customers. And, of course, some other wood choppers. They also did pretty good. 
And some of them were a little bit more fancier than Chaim. What? What? Fancier? What do you mean? You had a mustache or something? No, no, no. They didn't have a mustache? No, no, no. They had a mustache. They had a beard, too, in those days. It was very common. So what, what, did, they, what, what did they have? They were different, different, different. Relax. You'll see. You know, um, Chaim had a wagon. You know, and they had a wagon. But when it came to the, you know, the wintertime, if it was an average snow... So you can go with a wagon, you know, trudge through the snow. But sometimes, Yassi, let me tell you, sometimes the snow is very deep. And when it becomes very deep, it's very, very hard to trudge through the snow. And this particular winter that we are telling this story about was such a winter. The winds began to howl. And snow began to fall. And since it was very cold, the snow stuck. And it didn't have a chance to melt. And before the first batch of snow could even melt a little bit, there would become a second snowfall. And Chaim looked out the window. I say it's snowing very hard. I better go out there and chop some wood and try to sell. And he trudged through the snow. <coughs> and he chopped some wood. <coughs> and he put it on his wagon. But his, but his horses had a struggle. But Mamish, literally, they were struggling to go through the snow. And he was pulling his horses. He couldn't even sit on the wagon. He had to guide his horses through the snow. <coughs> and they were really, really trudging. And horses themselves had to stop for a rest. And eventually, he sold his firewood. But the snow still did still did it. Are you trying to say the snow didn't, 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 didn't melt yet, right? That's right. The snow still didn't melt. It was frozen. And then again, there will be another storm on top of the other storm that was on top of the storm that was before that storm that came after that storm and have filled in in between that storm. And the snow was coming down hard. And Chaim thought of an idea. You know, I'm going to lose business. If it's so cold and the snow is coming down so hard, that means people need a lot of firewood. Oh, yeah, lots and lots of firewood. Okay, so how am I going to get lots of firewood? I need to get lots of firewood. Where am I going to get firewood? Oy, 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 oy. Ah, of course, I chop it in the forest, but how many are there? I could walk through the snow. I could swim through the snow. Actually, maybe if it keeps up like this, I could dig a tunnel through the snow. But how am I going to bring the wood? I could put it on my shoulder, carry one piece at a time, but then I'd be there forever, and then I would probably freeze out there, and I'll be like an ice statue. This is not very good. So what should I do? Let me think. Ah, wait a second. I got an idea. I'll, uh, uh, maybe this year I'll be able to afford uh, a, a sleigh. Yeah, yeah, let, let me let me trudge to the, my, my, you know, the main part of the town here, the, the marketplace area, and let, let me see 
Uh, by the general store, if he has any sleighs that I can connect, you know, to my horse. Let me just open up the door here. Oh. And let me touch to the snow. I'll be back, Shana. I mean, Brina, Brina, Shana, Shana, Brina. I'll be back. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shana, Brina. My wife is Brina. My, my daughter is Shana. <laughs> Why did I mix up? Oh, because I'm trying to tract and think what they're going to do for Parnassia. All right, you know. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let me try to do this now. All right, here I am finally. It almost took me an hour and a half just to walk at maybe 102 feet. I don't know. All right, let me go into the store here. All right. Well, he, he shoveled a little bit in the front. Eh? Uh, Hello there, and how are you, Reb Chaim? What can I do for you? Well, um, I have a question for you. Um, I, I, I own the business to sell uh, sleighs that connect to a horse, and, you know, instead of a wagon, we put a sleigh. Of course I am. Of course I am. So, uh, you want to buy a sleigh, Chaim? All these years, you never used a sleigh. That's because all these years I was able to trudge through the snow with my horsey and everything, but look how deep the snow is. This is one of the worst winters in who knows how many years. There's so much snow, it keeps falling and falling and falling. It just doesn't seem to stop. What do you think I should do? Well, if you're in the mood, you can shovel all the snow. <laughs> I'm not that crazy yet. Oh, sorry. Uh, just kidding around. I don't expect you to shovel the snow. Uh, that's life, but that's why people buy sleighs. So, you want to buy a sleigh? Yeah, how, how much do they cost? How big of a sleigh do you want? I want a sleigh that is, you know, like so big by so big by so big. No, 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 no. Give me dimensions. You know, the size of my wagon. You know, it's about as big as that. You know, because otherwise my horse won't be able to slap it. Uh-huh. Okay. So something like that is going to cost you uh, 247 zlotters. So, you got it? I'll give you a sleigh. I got one left in the back over there. And one left in the back over there. 247 zlotters. <laughs> I don't even have two zlotters in my pocket. <laughs> why is it so expensive? Uh, why is it so expensive? Because everybody needs it. It's in demand. So I could charge a hefty price, you know. It's the laws of uh, economics. So uh, uh, we're not going to go into that. But anyways, uh, do you want to buy it or not? Uh, you can you, you can give me a down payment, and then you could, uh, you know, pay throughout the year. If I bought that and I gave a down payment, I would have to pay for that for 240 years. <laughs> All right, it was worth a shot. Anyways, bye-bye. Uh, let me see. Oh, I, I see how it looks. Maybe I can build my own. Okay, so I guess I'm going to build my own. That's all. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my house. And sure enough, he went back to his house. And he started to dig and dig in the backyard. And he found some old boxes of nails that through the years were lying out there and just rusting away. But when he picked them up, he said, All right, it's not so bad. You know, many years ago, before I was a woodchopper, I tried my hand on some carpentry. But, you know, I left the nails out outside here, and I wasn't getting work. So, eventually, the snow, the winds, the blows, and they got COVID, but I remember where I put it, and it's still there, except it's a little rusty. 
All right, let me go over and take some of this wood over here from my barn. I'll just take this piece over here. <coughs> Okay, now let me put this together. Now, I need a piece of metal for it to slide. But, you know, I could do it with this piece of wood from the old wine barrels here that I don't use because I haven't had wine in a long time because I can't afford it. Okay, let me just take this ring off of the holding the wood together. Okay, now I have this. I put this down, and this will be like a sleigh. Okay, and let me take the nails and knock it in. All right, I think I finished. Okay, let me connect it to my horse. Okay, the feddler, come over here. Nice little horsey, come, 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 come. Attache, beautiful, beautiful. Let me connect it to the sleigh. Let me sit in the seat that I built. <laughs> it's pretty comfortable. All right, eins, zwei, drei, giddy up, horsey. And he took the whip and he gave it a patch. And the horse began to go. And the sleigh began to go. Oh, this is Givaldi. It's working, it's working. But the problem is, Chaim was using... Don't tell me, Rabbi Erbs, he was using the rusty nails. That's right. He was using the rusty nails. And he just went maybe 20 yards, and all of a sudden he heard... And the whole thing fell apart. The rusty nails cracked and snapped. And he had nothing. Nothing. And so he went back home. And his wife, Bryna, said, Oh, it didn't work, did it? Nope, 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 nope. I guess we'll have to wait for the snow to melt. But what are we going to do the meanwhile? We need food. Well, we'll use what money we have left. We used that up already. Eh, well, we use the money that we don't have yet. We can't use the money we don't have yet. We don't have it yet. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good point also. All right, so you know what? Maybe we could sell something. What don't we need over here? Well, let's see. Oh, I do need you. <laughs> nice joke. Okay, and I do need you also. So, now let's be serious. What can we sell over here? Well, we can sell our daughter, Shina. Don't be ridiculous. Stop with the jokes. Let's come on. Let's be serious. Okay, you want to sell a little Avram? Nah. Okay, let's get serious. Okay, <laughs> hopefully this snow won't last too long. Let's see, what can we do without? Mm -hmm. Well, we need covers because it's cold in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this pot. Uh -huh. I haven't cooked uh, uh, much soup lately, so let's try to sell this pot right over here. All right, I will take it to sell. And sure enough, he took the pot. And he brought it to the local pawn shop. All right, so how much you going to give me for this pot? Oh, for this pot, I got to open up the cover. <coughs> All right, now let me look at this pot. What do I see in this pot? Oh, how very, very interesting. I see in this pot that, oh, yes, yes, wow. It's unbelievable what I see in this pot. I cannot believe it. Uh, what is all this black stuff on the sides? Oh, that's for Brenta Chulin. What? You have burnt Chulin inside of the pot? So one thing is for sure. This is a fleshitica pot, right? Yeah, you could say that. All right, we established that. And now, what else can we establish? 
We can establish uh, um, um, that uh, I want to sell the pot. All right, let's see. Since you couldn't scratch out all the children to on the side of the pot, so if somebody else uses the pot to make children, so it's going to be for Brenta Chulant, Iba for Brenta Chulant. Which means it'll be burnt children on top of burnt children. So let's see, what can we do? All right, I'll give you two kopecks for the pot. Only two kopecks? I have to have supper tonight, and so do my children. All right, all right, all right. I'll give you two kopecks and five groschen, okay? That's it? That's it. I can't do any more. Uh, all right. And listen, it's a pawn shop. So if you want, if you ever make your money back, you can always buy it back. Zai gazunt. To lose. Bye. Yeah, bye. All right. Uh, to the lose. Uh, to the lose? Uh, I don't know what you mean. To the, to the lose. I don't know. Crazy bear saying goodbye. All right. No, let me go right there. And so he brought home the money. All right. Now we can have some bread for supper. This is Gavaldic. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. How many different ways can you make bread? All right. No, no. Let's go right there. All right. Now what? Now what? What do you mean, now what? What do you mean, what do you mean, I, what I mean? I mean, what do you mean? I mean, all right, you know what? Let's have the supper. Uh, I was thinking maybe we have a plan for tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Davin to Hashem that all the snow should melt. And sure enough, Chaim Davin to Hashem and he begged Hashem, please make the snow melt. But instead of melting, there was another snowstorm. And... Chaim tried to be, you know, optimistic, I guess that's the word. And he said, all right, by now I'm going to open up the door and I'm going to find that all the snow melted. A miracle, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I'm going ahead. I'm going to open the door. All right, I open the door. Ouch. I walked into a, a white wall. A white wall of snow. I me, Brine, take a look at this. What? Oh, my goodness. What happened to our walkway? And there's no walkway. There's a snowway. Hi, face me. Look at the snow. It's so high, piled up. What we gonna do? Uh, that's a good question. We're really stuck here. Well, uh, in order to get food, we have to make a tunnel of some sort. Yeah, we'll make a tunnel of some sort. Okay. Meantime, you know that I can't go and take the horse out, and I can't chop wood, and I can't sell wood. You know, you're going to lose all your customers. The other woodchoppers have sleighs. What are we going to do? We're going to be Miss Parallel. That's all I can tell you. All right. And so, even though Pesach is the springtime, and usually the weather starts to get warmer, but on that year, it was still pretty chilly. And suddenly, one morning, when Chaim came home from Shul, his wife popped a question to him. Aham, yoo-hoo, la 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 yoo-hoo. Heh, oh, oh, sorry, I was fatracht. I was thinking about something else. What were you thinking about? I was thinking about maybe one day we'll be rich, but that's not today, because obviously it didn't happen yet. Okay, but I'm allowed to dream. Okay, anyways, what is it? Well, we got a little problem. We got a little problem. Oh, that's so nice. We have a little problem. We don't have big problems anymore. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. So what's the little problem? It's a little big problem. 
Wait a second. It's a little problem or a big problem? Make up your mind. If it's a big problem, then I don't know if I could solve it. If it's a little problem, I might be able to solve it. But if it's a little big problem, then I don't think I could solve it. Well, what is it? It's a little big problem. Okay. Let me hear what it is, and then, well, then make a decision. All right. Well, you know, approximately, I would say, two weeks is going to be a very special yum tov. A very special yum tov. My birthday! No, but it is special. Your birthday? No. Uh, Shane's birthday? No. Avrami's birthday? No. Somebody's birthday? It could be. What's the yantam you're talking about? Oh, you're so busy worried about being able to trudge through the snow. Are you keeping track of the calendar? Sure, I'm keeping track of the calendar. The last time I saw the calendar was still hanging on the wall. No, no, no. I don't mean just hanging on the wall. Did you ever look at the date? The date? Ah, the date. Ah! I, 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 as me at Nissan. Woo! Tomorrow's Rosh Chodesh Nissan. Could you tell me that? Because now I have to get up early because they daven a little bit earlier, Shachris. Okay, so no, no. So what about it? Well, besides needing food for us during the day and the evening, we're going to need... We're going to need what? Oh, clothing. Yeah, we're well, we going to have to make the best of it. We're going to need more than that. More than what? Everybody's growing big? No. We need to make Pesach. Of course we make Pesach. We're very from people. We're religious eating. Of course we celebrate Pesach. Why, you had a half a minute not to celebrate Pesach this year? What's the matter with you? Just because we're poor doesn't mean we have to lose our brains. What's the matter? What's going on? No, 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 no. Listen here. Hi, M.O. Try to understand. I know you're using humor to chittle the block out everything that's going on. But Pesach is coming. And we don't have enough money to buy matzos. We don't have money to buy fish. We don't have money to buy um, meat even. And let alone the wine for the Arba Koisais. So what are we going to do? Uh, listen, I try my best to be honest in my business. And when I can give Tzedakah, I give Tzedakah. I don't think the Rabbeinu Shalom is going to let me down. I have full amunim betochen that the Rabbeinu Shalom is going to help. I just don't know which day, I don't know how, but it's going to help. All right, if you say so. I hope you are right. Me too. All right. No, no. So what are we going to do? What now? Well, uh, we still need supper for tonight. So I guess we're up to selling uh, your bed. My bed. All right. Where am I going to sleep? On the floor. All right. I'm going to sleep on the floor. It might be more comfortable than the bed. You know, lately the mattress is sinking in. Otherwise, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take the bed and let's sell it. And so, for that night, they sold the bed. And they got a couple of kopecks here and there. And maybe uh, a few zlatis, a chreis, and groshans, a chreis. A little more than that pot, I would say. And after a while, that money ran out too. And they kept doing this day after day, selling one thing and then another thing. And finally it came that they had no money. And it's now almost a week before Pesach. And she took the candelabra, the lachta, like they say in Yiddish. Then she took the candelabra and she held it in her hand and she said, I don't want to part with this, but if I don't, we won't have any food. So I guess we have no choice. <laughs> 
oh, well, let's take this and pawn this. And so sure enough, they pawned the lachter. And finally, it was the week that Pesach was supposed to fall out. And there was no change in the mazel. And the snow began to melt somewhat, except because there was so much snow. It was piled so, so high. And in those days, there were no tractors or, you know, dumpster things and things like that. So they had to wait for the snow to melt. People made some pathways here and there, but not enough to travel real good. So he realized that he still couldn't go out there to chop wood. And things were getting worse because he basically had nothing left in the house. Basically, as you'll soon see. Ay, 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 ay. What are we going to do? Chaim, Chaim, listen to me. It's time to listen to me. I always listen to you. Doesn't mean, well, I mean, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I. but this time when I say listen to me, I mean to listen to me and do what I say. Ah, that too. You mean I just shouldn't listen to you and let it go one ear and out the other ear? You want I should listen and do what you say. Okay, let me listen, then I'll think up. I'm going to do what you say. What do you say, and what do you want me to do? Well, it's the month of Nisan, and it's now basically a few days before Pesach. I know that. And since it's a few days before Pesach, I would recommend and suggest... That because we're so poor, we're entitled... Entitled to what? A piece of popcorn or something? No, would you please let me finish talking? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I think we're entitled to be able to take from the kimcha, the pischa, which means we could take from the moschita money because we need it ourselves. We, uh, I think we qualify because we're so poor. So why don't you go to the Rav and ask him that he should give you some money so we can make Pesach. Nope, nope, nope. There must be something else that we could pawn off and sell. You know, I, 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 I'm so embarrassed to go ask for help. I'm so embarrassed to ask for Tzedakah. I always try to work so hard. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to work someday. You'll see, the snow will melt. But it's going to melt after Pesach. Meantime, it's not melting enough. So what are we going to do now? That's an excellent question, what we're going to do now. But you know what? We must have something around there. One item or something that we didn't sell yet. Come on, come on. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh, I have it. I have it. Good. Give it to me. I'll sell it. Okay, here it is. Hey, what? No, 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 no. Nothing doing. What? You told me if I have one more item, I should bring it to you and you'll sell it. You know what this is? This is the Koisel Eliyohu Anovi. You know, every year by Pesach, this uh, tzaddik, this great, uh, you know, like many say, became a malach, you know, uh, he, he comes to visit every Pesach. He comes and he's going to visit us. And if he's going to come, he's not going to see the Becher. He's not going to see the Kois. No, 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 no. The koist, the goblet, the, 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 the becher from Elionavi, it's not going anywhere. Wait a minute. I forgot. Watch that out in the backyard. Are the goats. We have two goats over there. Ah, you know what? I could sell the goats from the two goats. If I sell them, we should have enough to be able to make paisa. What do you say? 
Pesach, Pesach, what's the difference? We can't do this this way. Why not? We can't sell the Koish Eleonovi. He's going to come, he's going to see the Koish is missing. No way. It's too precious. I'm not going to sell it. I think the goats. We can do without the goats. How can we do without the goats? Because if we have Pesach, then what are we going to eat? We'll find something. Don't worry. We're not going to find anything. What do you mean? Well, do you realize that we get our milk from the goats? We make cheese from the goats. And if we sell the goats, we will not have any source of anything that comes from the goats. No milk, no cheese, no nothing. Oh, you can't sell the goats. Shabbat's going to be. So we're not going to have flesh. We're not going to have meat. We're not going to have fish. And I raise me as well. Means, uh, all right, you know something? Where we have milk, yes? Yes. All right. Okay, okay. We're not selling the becher no matter what. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go to the Rav. Tonight is the night of Badika's Chomets. Not that we have much Chomets, not that we have much of anything, but we have to do this anyways. So a lot of people come to us, Silas, and everything like that. And, of course, you know, the Rav does both things. He gives out Kim the Piska, you know, the Moschitim Geld. And, of course, he answers Silas. Oh, so you're going to go and ask him for money? I didn't say that. I'm too embarrassed to ask. So what are you going to go to the rough for? I'm going to ask him a shayla. I'm going to ask him if you're allowed to make a kiddush on milk. I'm going to ask him if I can have the Pesach Seder and for the Arbacoises if I could use milk. Oh, I see. Okay, Hatzlocha Rabba. Meantime, since we're not going to uh, sell the becher no matter what, and I agreed not to sell the goods, but mainly because I value the becher the purpose of it, you know. I don't want Chas to tell him. Eliona comes to a house and he's looking around and he can't find the becher, you know. <laughs> yeah, can't have that. No, no, no. So do me a favor, polish it as best as possible. So at least something will shine and stand out very much by our Pesach Seder. Okay, I'll do it. And so, sure enough, his wife began to wash and polish the becher. Shine it up real shiny. Meanwhile... He went to the Rav, and he was there, and the Rav said, Oh, Chaimel, you have a shyly you want to ask me? No, not sure, right, all right, I can go last, don't worry. All right, we'll wait, Abyssal, all right, we'll wait, whatever you want. Yeah, okay, we're going to wait. Listen, if you're going to be singing all the time, I won't be able to answer the people's shyly. Oh, sorry. And so he sat there waiting patiently. Some people asked for money to help them out. And sure enough, the Rav gave it. And some people had real shyness. Sure, Rabbi. Um, if I'm missing my tooth, do I have to eat matzah on the side where I'm missing the tooth? Or could I chew it on the other side? Uh, Hashem, you could chew it on the other side. Okay, I hope that answers your question. Next, next. And, of course, people had some good questions. Some people had some crazy, silly ones. But the Rav answered every single question. And the reason he did that was because in case somebody would ask a question that was silly and the Rav would make fun of it, the person would be ashamed to come and ask a question if he had a real big question. So the Rav made every question seem important. And finally, everybody left. And the only one was there was Chaim. 
Ah, that'd be up to me. Okay. No one else here? No one else is here. That's excellent. Okay, Rabbi Herzogzi, Rabbi Leben. Uh, I have a Shiloh. Yes, what's the Shiloh? Okay. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, the Shadorim. Yes, of course, beautiful, yes. Uh, I want to know, I have a Shiloh. Uh, 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 is a person allowed to uh, use milk for the Arba Koises? An excellent question. An excellent, excellent question. Let me think about this for a minute. And the Rav started thinking to himself, one second. If Chaim is asking if you could use milk for the arbacoises, that means for sure, for sure, he doesn't have any meat. And Mistava, if he doesn't have any meat, he doesn't have any fish. And Mistava, Mistava, if he doesn't have meat and fish, he probably doesn't have matzah. Hmm. But he's very stubborn. And he's very embarrassed to ask for help. He's very embarrassed to ask for tzedakah. I have an idea. Uh, <clears throat> Chaim. Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 what is? Okay. You know, your Shiloh that you ask, I haven't heard in a long time. And I know which safer it's in. But right now, I'm so busy tonight. But everybody left. I know. But I have to take care and make sure that my house is right. And I have to do Bidikis Chomets. So, Bez Hashem, I'll have your answer for you um, after Pesach. After Pesach, but I need to know for tomorrow night. Listen to me. Listen to me. I understand you, Kasha, but this is the way it is. So listen what I'm going to do. Listen, everybody who wanted came to the Pesach, you know, most hit the money, they came. I have some money left over in the door. Achas v'sholem chaim. I'm not going to give you tzedakah. Achas v'sholem. No, 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 no. Instead, I'm going to give you a loan. Until I have a chance to answer your shayla, so I want you to borrow this money and make yourself a beautiful Pesach. And when you get a chance, you'll pay me back. Ah, oh, okay, that I can do. Borrow money? Sure, 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 sure. And sure enough, he took the money. And he bought beautiful stuff for Pesach. And when he came home, his wife looked at him. Huh? Where did you get that? Did you sell the goats? Nah, nah, nah. Well, you couldn't have sold the, 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 the kais because it's right here all polished up. That's good. That's beautiful. Anyways, um, and he told over what happened. And so I asked the shy he didn't know the answer yet. And he says he didn't have that question a long time. He knows what's safer, but he doesn't have time. So he lent me some money until he has a chance to answer it. So now I have money, and I bought for Paisa. It's Kivaldic. Kivaldic. You understand? And nobody, nobody is going to say a word to Chaim. You understand? Except for Gachontif. Don't ask him how he got his money. Don't ask him anything. All right? All right, Rebbe, whatever you say. And sure enough, Chaim went to shul, and everybody greeted him, gachantif, gachantif, like everybody would normally do. <laughs> and then what he did was, after that, he went home, and he had a beautiful, beautiful seder. And he noticed before he left to shul to go home for his beautiful seder, he noticed an old man there. And shulik me. I have a little extra to, you know, the rob let me a lot of money. Uh, excuse me, mister, uh, I don't know who you are, but uh, you're new around here. If you need a place to stay for the meal, for the Seder, you can come to me. Oh, thank you very much. I will, Be'ezras Hashem, stop by by your house, but I have so many other places to go to first. I was invited to so many places. I know where you live. I'll come to it.
Everybody knows Chaim the Woodchopper. Don't worry. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, no problem. I don't worry. And so Chaim went home. And he was waiting and waiting. The old man didn't come. So he started his Seder. He had a meal. And finally he was up to Shafoy Chamos Relagoyim. Uh, Shaina, you want to open the door? No, Daddy. This year, it, it's a Rummy's turn. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to open the door. Oh, Tati, there's a man over here, huh? huh? What, a, what, a, what, a, what a strange thing. I opened the door and there's an old man standing here. Ah, uh, old man. Uh, don't let him stand there. Come in. Uh, Mr. Ka- oh, the man from the shore. Ah, Givaldi. You came to see me. It's Givaldi. No, come, come, come. Sit, sit down, sit down, sit down. You know, we could wait for Shweikha Moscow a little bit and we can give you something to eat if you want. No, it's all right. I'll just sit down here and rest a little bit. Maybe I schmooze with you a little bit. Wow! That's a beautiful becher you have there. That's the Koishal El Yohanobi. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You polished it up so well? Uh, yeah, my wife did a good job, no? Excellent. It shines so beautiful. Listen to me. You make that case shine so beautifully. May Hashem cause it that your lives should shine as beautiful as the kois or even more. Anyways, it's time for me to go. I told a whole bunch of people that I'm going to come to see them. Okay, thank you soon. Bye-bye. Uh, good jontif. Uh, bye-bye. Good jontif. And so he finished his seder. And the next day, by Shachris, he thought about it. You know, I better hop this yid. Because, you know, he couldn't travel at Shabbos. I'm going to hop him first. And I'll ask him to spend lunch by me. Yeah. But I don't see him around. And when davening was over, he still didn't see him around. And he started asking people, uh, Excuse me, Anshulik, Mandela, where is that guy who was here last night, the old man with the long beard? Old man with the long beard? There was no old man with the long beard. <laughs> I don't know. What are you drinking? Nothing, nothing. Uh, Zalman, did you see the old man with the long beard? Oh, old man with long beard. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, there was no stranger here last night. Matter of fact, for this yentif, I didn't see anybody that was strange except for relatives, you know. <laughs> What's going on here? Ah, get up. Rob, did you see somebody with a long beard? Yes, I did. I saw somebody with a very long beard. The same person you saw. Uh, uh, how come nobody else saw him? That's because not everybody is eager to see him. Wait a second. Not everybody is eager to see him. Oh, no, 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 no. Are, are you telling me that this man that came to me last night that I saw was Elio Anovi? Yes, that's right. He was Elio Anovi. Wow. I think I'm going to faint. No, 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 don't faint. You break the floor. All oh, right, I don't want to fall down and break the floor. Uh, 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 wow. What what what's did I have? Ah, tell me. You still have that kois that you always have? That special kois? Uh, the kois? Which kois? Uh, you know, the kois uh, with uh, Eleonovi. You polished it up, shined it up. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I shined it up beautifully. It's gewaldic. Ah, that's probably why. Because you take care of it. And sure enough, he understood why he had the schus to see Elion Navi. But then, finally, after Pesach, 
the snow melted. <laughs> and now when all the snow melted, there was something that was very interesting. Out in those days, there were no paved roads. It was dirt roads. So the roads from all that melted snow was really muddy, muddy. And so Chaim thought about it, and he said, You know, I didn't chop wood for a long time, so I got to make up my business. Okay, here I go. I'm going to chop wood. And he chopped so much wood, he wanted to make back some money. He wanted to pay back the loan that he took from the Rav. And he piled up the wagon with so much wood that when he tried to pull the wagon, it didn't go. And he tried again, and he hit the horse with the whip. But the horse couldn't move. Couldn't move. Too much mud. So he started to unload the wagon a little bit at a time until it was light enough that he could pull the horse out of the mud. And sure enough, he pulled the horse and the wagon out of the mud. But then all of a sudden, something started to shine at him. Ah, ah, what, what is that? Ah, it's like my back is shining. Ah, let me see what it is. Oh, my goodness. A gold, a gold, 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 gold coin. And, and buried in the mud, a gold coin. Oh, wait, wait, what is this? Ah, some sort of a leather pouch. Uh, let me dig this up. Wow. A leather pouch. Let me see what's inside. <gasps> Ooh, it's full of gold coins. I, I better go to the Rav and, and ask him for a lot to keep it. And so... He quickly as he could, he went to the Rav, and the Rav said, Let me see this pouch. Ah, yes, there is no Shaila that you could keep this pouch of money. But, 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 but what do you mean? There's a simon on it. It has this initial on it. Yes, yes, yes. It's the Count Palatatsky. Count Palatatsky? How do you know? This is his uh, family emblem. I know it. So why am I allowed to keep it? Why can't I give it back to him? Because you don't know the story, but it happened a few years ago. A few years ago? What are you talking about? Yes, yes. This obviously was prepared for you for a long time. I don't understand what you mean. Let me tell you, okay? You see, what happened is that one time, Count Palatatsky, he was going and he had a big bag, this leather bag with money. He was going to pay workers that were working for him. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of uh, robbers, thieves and horses saw him. And they were prepared to ambush him. But he caught a glance of it with the corner of his eye. And he started to run. And he had what we call a stallion. A very fast horse. And the robbers were trying to run and catch up to him. And there was mummies galloping back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and he was going very fast, as fast as he could. And all of a sudden, they were shouting at him, Give us that money! Yeah, you better give us the money! Uh, you don't give us the money. We're going to kill you and take the money anyways. And but the Count said, Oh, yeah. Well, you're not going to get this money from me. No how, no way. <sighs> I'd rather throw this money away than to see it in the hands of these thieves that don't deserve it. I'll throw it away and may some poor person that's worthy find this money. There it goes. And he threw it over the fence and it rolled down a hill. And it landed. Ah, so that's what happened. That's right. Just like Rabbi Herbs said, it landed. Go ahead, Rabbi Herbs. Yes. It landed in this pile of mud. And over the winters that were very heavy and so on and so forth, it got thicker and thicker the mud and it sunk deeper and deeper in the ground. Until this heavy winter, and when the snow melted, 
it was soft and you went and got stuck because and now it's your turn, Rav. Oh, yes, because you said that when Eliyahu Novi came to you, he said, because you took care of the Becher so well, you shined it up. He said, may your light, may your life shine, right? Yeah. So this is how it's going to shine. This money is yours. And sure enough, first thing he did was he paid back the Rav. And from that day on, Chaim, who trusted and held very dearly mitzvahs, like that simple thing of the Kaisel Eliyahu he held it with great awe and respect. And he was zeicher because of that to become rich. And he never gave up hope in Hashem. But there's one thing though. He had to get rid of one day, sooner or later. He's feeling embarrassed when the time comes to ask for help. But Hashem knew that he was very sincere. So Hashem decided to help him. Anyways, so that concludes a beautiful story. Right, Yossi? Yossi. Oh, oh, sorry. I fooled you. You thought I was sleeping, but I wasn't. Okay, we have some time for phone calls. Okay, we have a little bit of time. Okay, so let's take a few phone calls. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What lesson you learned? What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Rosa Sharon, and I want to say that you should always try your hardest to, to appear for a contest. Very good. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what me- lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello, are you there? Moshe, can you hear me? Yes, Moshe. Okay. Moshe is Rubel and I learned about 30 lessons. About 30 lessons. Well, say a few of them yeah. real fast. Okay. I'll say, okay, give Shadaka, celebrate Pesach and Yom Tavim no matter what, never... Never lose trust in Hashem, and give all and, the best. Um, ones. Don't embarrass people. Don't second. Yeah. Try to make uh, mitzvahs say like as best as possible, and Hashem will help in the most expect in unexpected ways, and try to do a shabbat very good. Okay, now I got to move on to the next caller. That's good. I'm glad you paid so much attention. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, and Chakar Shosmeach. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hello. You you wouldn't have to be Ellie Cohn, would you? Oh, you are. Okay. Um, I learned that that if you if you, if if you, even if you're embarrassed to go to your Rabbi here. You, you should still go because your rabbi could give you good advice. He could tell, could tell you good things to do to help you. That's correct. And you probably noticed that the rabbi was very sensitive to him and found a way to help him without embarrassing him. Very good. Thank you very much, Ali Cohn. Make sure to call again. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Okay, Leo, what lesson you learned tonight's story? Always have Hashem. Very good. It's in there, that's for sure. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, yes. what is it? What can I do for you? Next week, or next time is on Wonderworks. Can you please say a story? On Wonderworks itself, you want me to t- want Yossi to say a story? Okay, maybe. Maybe we'll get Yossi to tell a story. Okay, very good. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? 
Hello? Are you there? I guess you're not. Oh, somebody's breathing. I hear breathing. Do I hear a heartbeat? Okay, hello. You know, uh, what's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Okay. All right. Okay, we'll go to the next call now. Thank you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, then you gotta tell us real fast because we have other people. All right, all right, all right. The lesson is that you should never give up. And whoa, Alexander Binsky, I love the way you did Bidichot's Hamets. Wow, your room looks so clean. Whoa. Okay, very good, but I have to go now, next caller. Okay. Okay, Chakosh Vesmeach. Okay, and uh, that's it. We have no more time. We have one last call. Okay, one last phone call. Hello, you're on the air. You'll be the lucky one. Last phone call for tonight. Okay. Hello? Hello, hello? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Tiffany Bezos, and I love to never give up hope and that you should never be embarrassed to ask for help. Excellent. Always a thing to turn around. Excellent. Beautiful. Very well said. Thank you very much. Okay, that's all the time we have. So until next week, or actually until after Pesach, everybody have a Chag Koshevich Sameach. Chag Koshevich Sameach!